Had you actually read the email, you would know that the podcast you are about to listen to could contain explicit language and offensive content. These HR experts' views are not representative of their past, present, or future employers. If you've ever heard, my manager is unfair to me, I need you to reset my HR portal password, or can I write up my employee for crying too much? Welcome to our little safe zone. Welcome to Jaded HR. Well, we are recording now, so let me actually get to the intro. That was it. Everyone learned about Patrick. Which is really what the show <laughs> probably should be about. Got a lot to say. <laughs> Beyond that, I want to welcome everybody to Jaded HR, the podcast by four HR divas who want to help you get through the workday by saying all the things you're thinking, but say them out loud. I'm Warren. I'm Patrick. I'm, I'm Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't looking, so I didn't think you were about to go. <laughs> well, I did you know based off of last time I did it and then you did it. So I just kept going. I don't even it. I don't even remember that far back. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought she was kind of doing the Chandler being like look down, look down, look down, smile. <laughs> we can do it again if so, you yeah, if you want to. We're- Probably roll with it. Oh. We are live and we are going. This is the Jaded HR experience. <laughs> well, if you didn't hear, that's Christina and Jasmine. They are back from Baked HR and they are going to have some fun with us tonight. But before we get too deep, I do want to take care of a few things. I need to apologize for two of our last three episodes. I published the wrong version on June or excuse me, June 9th. The female athletes get snarky episode. Pretty much not edited. Just threw a raw audio out there, so sorry about that. No intro, no outro. And then July 7th had more editing, but no intro, outro. So sorry about that. I'll do better as we go. Oh, man. You should just, you should Uh, pay me more, Warren, and I'll just do the editing for you again. You get More than nothing is one cent, so you just got a raise. (laughs) See, that's what real partnership is. They pay you for your friendship. Yeah, but I've been begging for reviews for forever. And on the 13th of July, James RJ3 gave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I've worked in HR for several years, specifically in employee and labor relations. This show has has officially become my stress reliever, thanks to the straightforward commentary and laughter. Please do a federal government employee episode. And I've been thinking, James, I don't have anybody who is in HR in the federal arena there. So I'm going to be working on that. See if we can come up with some, because I have zero And I would say, James, don't cash that check until the 20th, if you don't mind. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of paying for reviews, I am paying for reviews. So for James's review, I'm making a $2 donation to Ameriface, and I'll be doing those through the end of July. And then starting in August, I've chosen National Immunization, excuse me, August is National Immunization Awareness Month, and I will be making donations to the National Foundation for Infectious Diseases. So $2 per review, up to $20. So get out there, take my money, and make me make another donation. So thank you very much, James. 
And we're also brought to you by Hallie, our original HR rock star who supports us on Patreon. And this is a great episode because we have supporters in three ways. I actually have a listener sent me a TikTok that we'll be discussing a little bit later. I want to play for y'all and get your get your reactions too. But so we have a lot going on in us, a lot of support from our listeners. I think so. Christina wanted to run anyway. with James's topic. I could just tell the excitement. <laughs> no, I was just going to say we know some people. We do. We do subcontracting for the federal government. So we know people on the federal side. So you just Same let here. us know when you're ready. I don't, I don't know anybody on the HR federal side. And cut. <laughs> That's it, folks. I love this episode so much already. And the best part is, you know, Warren's not going to cut this out. So he's going to accidentally put the whole This money. is just it. So tell us, tell us anything you want the audience to hear, Patrick. <laughs> All of Warren's secrets. I'll tell you about the time he dressed up as an HR diva <laughs> and came into work. <laughs> and. Mm. Oh, that's the Miss costume, Christina. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Good call, y'all. Okay. <laughs> We've discovered the well, theme of this year's Halloween. HR Divas. I'm good. Yeah. So for those of y'all who don't know, I don't know who wouldn't know yet. Our wonderful friends at Sherm made a posting about two weeks ago, I don't know the exact date. I didn't copy the date on this thing, but they posted, while it's not uncommon for hashtag HR professionals to wear multiple hats within their organization, some go a step further and distinguish themselves as a hashtag HR diva pink bow emoji. In the comments below, share with us what being an HR diva means to you. Can I just so, say? <laughs> that was not very well received. was just like... <laughs> It was so beautiful. It was magical. I think it brought the post together. <laughs> As pink bows are like to do for most things. 10 out of 10 emoji <laughs> use for sure. Yeah. So I've been, I've been loving on this. I've thought it was funny from the word go, but some people got very, <laughs> very upset about this. I think it's been more of a, a laugh track for me, but I thought we could just go around and say what being an HR diva means to you. Yes. And you can take that any way you want. Oh, I'll go first, Jasmine. Don't go. Okay. <laughs> you know what it means to me? It means never paying Sherm dues ever again. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm as creative as Christina. Lies. Being an HR diva to me is just like. Yeah, she does the <laughs> hair flip. Listen, catch me in two days. You'll get a new hairstyle. The <laughs> pink bow. Pink bow. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm I'm definitely going to buy a pink bow now. I don't know. Like being an HR diva in insurance content, I just feel like you're the. Karen in the office that no one wants to deal with anymore. That's mm -hmm. what I was going to say. I was going to say, Sherm, I'd like to speak to your manager. <laughs> That's what it means to me. Your man the manager will not be returning your phone call, I assure you. <laughs> I assure you. <clears throat> well, I, the Karen direction as well. Someone who who knows who thinks they know a lot more than they actually do. Someone who gets their nose in a little bit of everything. 
but won't stay the hell in their lane. Very visible when something goes right, but not to be found when something goes wrong. That's that's why I was going with the the HR diva uh, when I when I saw that. And I was just like, wow, I, I can only aspire to be an HR diva. But did oh, I'll have to find it real quick. Did any of y'all read Kate Bischoff's oh, response to this? Of course, of course we did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. I, I didn't plan on this, but she had one of the greatest responses and she, you know, diva being pejorative. And on top of that, the pink bow and just deep sixing anything about, and I, I'm paraphrasing her as I don't have her thing in front of me or her posts about it. I just, this whole thing, deep sixes anything with DEI, Sherm can stand behind. And, you know, then she brought up some of the lawsuits that are, they're involved in themselves. So yeah, she let us know. <laughs> I got tr- I got right kick off down. the bat that she uses that as an example in her discrimination training, mm-hmm. and so yeah. we were like, "Oh <laughs> shit, she's about to post something good." <laughs> uh, but yeah, they are. Isn't that funny that they made that post? Which I don't know if you know this, but they've since deleted it because we. Uh, yeah, I can't find we gave it. them enough grief. Now, my my first reaction was more towards those poor HR souls who ate it up and commented in like a positive manner on the post. And they were like, yeah, that's me. I'm an HR diva. And I was just like, no. Somebody used a, a Beyonce gift in, in oh, the But I don't know. I, I think... I think they were trying to like point out how ridiculous that phrase is for, I think so. Cause it was one of our followers. Okay. Okay. It was one of our followers that did that. So I, I've got to hold on to the hope that it was a pure sarcasm, but that was the same week that we learned about the other two lawsuits that Sherm is involved in that fall under the DEI umbrella. And I'm like, y'all are the organization that teaches the other HR professionals how to do this well. And you're out here having to settle lawsuits. Like some things, the math's not math. Well, is very subjective. <laughs> That's true. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a major lawsuit we have to pay out. But make sure you go on to the Sherm website and get some templates on what you should do in your workplace. <laughs> I, I i've just found it hilarious and then we were talking before we started recording about apparently at the sherm conference you could get a name badge that said hr diva on it get tumblers get bags with hr diva on it so ooh, those things aren't going to disappear those are going to be collectors say, those are priceless artifacts at this point something tells me the sherm store will continue to carry them what I found hilarious about the tote bag that you can get that says HR Diva is it's like glittery, like it's got a little glitter to it. Really, chef's kiss on that, you know? <laughs> you get the glitter and you get the bow. Oh, That's that... what they did with the pose. It was the gold glitter the for the pose. And then you got the bow at the end of HR Diva. They, they know who their target is. I wish I could grow some hair to put a bow in. Rumbler cup out there somewhere that has HR Diva on it that has the glitter shimmering inside of the cup. You know it's out there. It's somewhere. I'm where this is y'all's oh, Christmas yeah. gifts. Merry Christmas. You can still buy the uh yeah. you can still buy the HR Diva pink rhinestone lanyard for sixteen dollars on Sherm's uh website. Oh, so. see? 
And that's that's gonna go quick. So hop on that now. Yeah. Make sure you for marketing. I know. I, well, I want to give a shout out too to HR Diva Consulting, c- customized HR solutions on the this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, consulting group, I guess. Oh, I did see them on I wonder Instagram if they their or CPA somewhere. Yeah. They're hiring for in August of 2021. Hopefully. Oh man, this has gone a lot further than I thought it was going to go. I didn't know that that existed. Ooh, ooh. I wonder if it does. there if someone brought this idea to them. Or if, like, Johnny was like, you know what we need? Oh, HR Diva stuff has been around way before Johnny's day. Way before Johnny's day. Yeah, I got a feeling it was this 19-year-old intern who thinks it's all cool and doesn't get the the rest yeah. of it. You know? it yeah, it probably started, like, 20 years ago, and it's just, it's just still there. Now is just not the right time for the... Because they took it a step further by making that post at like, we no longer are ignoring that corner of the merch store. Now we're like highlighting it as a post to compliment how you wear multiple different hats. Um, and that makes you an HR diva. Please don't ask your employer if you're being fairly compensated. We're going to distract you with this glittery, glittery cold post. No shiny stuff. <laughs> it's the pink love workplace. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so good <laughs> jasmine's probably really gonna send all hr yeah. diva stuff now i just want to know don't give her your address I'll, I'll give you my address at the end of this i will, I will I'll proudly wear it i don't know what i don't know where warren will put a bow but he'll he'll find a way <laughs> just put it on the headband for him i was gonna say i had some little headbands that i think i had for lily at some point it'll fit just right yeah See, my daughter's moved out, and I don't have any of her stuff to steal anymore for that. But anyhow, anyhow. So I did have another story today. I mentioned in the intro, listener Leslie sent me a ticky talkie, and it has to do with recruiting. And everybody here has spent a fair amount of time. Christina's still actively recruiting, it seems. So let's, I'm going to. I may have to do this and post that. I'm going to play this and hopefully y'all can hear it and let me know what you think. So if you know me or know anything about me, I was laid off last month. I've been applying for jobs and this has got to be the most annoying rejection email I've gotten. Um, it's from world market and it reads, um, Hello, candidate's name. Couldn't even be bothered to put my name in. My name is Vonique. I'm the talent acquisition partner at World Market. I'm reaching out to you in Steven's absence. He's currently on vacation. We want to thank you for taking the time to interview with us. We had the pleasure of learning more about you, your experience and goals. After connecting with the team, the hiring manager has decided to move forward with another candidate at this time. That's all fine. Here's the thing. I never interviewed with them. And... Aside from the fact that, like, they used the wrong macroed email to respond and just got super lazy, they also didn't even put my name in the subject line. So, and I'm a little snarky. I'm a little, you know, a little annoyed. So I wrote a passive-aggressive email back. (laughs) Now to preface this, I showed my boyfriend the email that I wrote, and he was like, 
babe, please tell me you didn't actually send that. That's awful. So I'm sorry, but I sent it. <laughs> Hi, Monique, and I'm assuming Steven. While I can appreciate the email, I would like to point out that I was never interviewed for the position and nobody ever met with me. If the role has not... If the role has been filled, I appreciate the consideration. If not, and you would still like to schedule an interview, feel free to follow up with me. In the very least, moving forward, my name is Cassandra, not candidate's name. Proofreading is one of the skills I bring to the team if you decide to move forward with an interview. Always the best, Cassandra. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Cassandra, that was the but ATS, girl. <laughs> exactly. So Warren, did you did you and, actually get the? I sent you an email a little while back that kind of falls right into this. If you didn't, did you, you say, didn't respond I, to it, I can actually read it. So to us recently, we had a manager go into our ATS and close positions. Well, when you do that, system is smart and sends out thanks but no thanks. This position has been closed. Emails, and we got a brilliant response from somebody. This person writes, guys, this is without a doubt the most interesting email response I have received from a, from a potential employer. The reason for this being so interesting is that I applied for this position in 2018. Since that time, the following has happened. We have changed presidents. A pandemic has happened. The U.S. has left the Iran nuclear deal. The first photo of a black hole was taken, to name a few. And then he kind of goes on. <laughs> I'm just like, we closed the position from 2018 and it went to a lot of people. <laughs> but this guy, this guy just had this really brilliant response. So I was like, we need to, we need to find this guy. Like, he, he had great. time. He had time that yeah. he was like, okay. He did have a little bit of time. Okay. <laughs> Let me, <laughs> you oh. know what? I don't hate either one of those emails. I don't hate them. I love it. I think. Okay. You're <laughs> not. I don't know. I think from a recruiter perspective, we got to do better in communicating with candidates, even when we're busy. So you kind of ask for both of those. Yeah. But the, like I had a situation, I got a snarky reply email, you know, my favorite and least favorite job board is indeed. And they have the most candidates, et cetera. But the, the not giving you the contact information just <laughs> kills me. So anyways, got an email and they indeed didn't fix the macro problem. And he replied, candidate name. My name is yeah. just sort of like this, just really snooty and snotty. I'm like, I don't even have a choice on indeed. You know, I don't have anything, you know, well, I guess we do have a choice, but you know, their little ATS macro, you know, screwed up somehow. And now you get this and you're wanting to be all snarky with me. No, I'll take your drama somewhere else. Save I don't want to hire you. Save your drama for another HR diva. I am uninterested. Uh, you know, I don't exactly. trust anyone's macros, so I never use them. I always just create a message from scratch every time. You are awesome. <laughs> I am a time-wasting well, human like being. <laughs> HR diva consulting I, is I hiring. They could probably use Oh, I, you know. <laughs> Well, they have custom HR no, solutions on the go. I didn't have to go look at so. their careers page and see if I can learn a little more about them first. 
or HR recruit can buy them out. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure their client base is exactly what I'm looking for. Uh, yeah, no, I do think the other side of those emails is like, you're probably never going to get a job at those companies. But like, hopefully, you know that before you send the email. But not terrible. Yeah. I don't know. I would hire this guy. Pretty now the guy from 2018. I and I look. I just pulled up my emails. I searched by name. You I don't have that. Someone else, me, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my gosh! I sent it to your work email <laughs> from old job. That's from, why you didn't get it. From our old job together. Okay, mm. yeah. I was surprised. I was like, okay. That's why. Now that makes sense why you didn't get that. I wonder who did get that then. Okay. I hope communication mm. is a top bullet on your resume. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely up there on the skills list. Love it. But and I'm I'm not going to hire someone who, especially they want to take the time and be passive aggressive, intentionally being passive aggressive. There's times you can be a little <laughs> snarky without crossing that line. I mean, I I think everybody here from watching y'all's Instagrams, y'all know how to walk that fine line. And if someone can walk that fine line, and okay, you got me. Okay, but not just be. Excuse me, my name is Cassandra, and uh, have some fun I would with say it. At this maybe, point, though, but... isn't the markets, the recruiting market, so thin that like companies are really desperate for people? So you kind of have that leeway to be like, I'm going to be who I am, and it, these companies need to do a better job of attracting talent. And that's kind of on them. It's not, I think at this point, the candidates have the upper hand in the current market. So, they absolutely do. <laughs> yeah, I. Agree. I... I, you know, as a new recruiter, I have made my share of boo-boos when it comes to reaching out to candidates and stuff. So I understand, especially someone who's been in the job market, you know, for a while now, they're tired. They they just want a job. Like that, that little small mistake to them can be the one thing that pushes them over the edge for the day. If they've had, you know, multiple rejection letters already coming in and then that last month. And I always get a note when people spell or like don't put the correct name for me or spell my name incorrectly. So, you know, and sometimes to me, like that can be, it's annoying, but that made me laugh for the day. <laughs> I it's my laugh for, for the day. No, and that's the whole thing. You've got to, you can't get butt hurt about these things as, as an HR person, recruiter. Have some fun with it. Laugh. Share it with your other people. You know, Patrick tried to share something to me, but Cheryl got it. That's who. Probably. Patrick. <laughs> well, I'm glad we all experienced it but, uh, together tonight. Though, so I'm glad. Yes, exactly. And I will yeah. say the one that Patrick read was funnier than the TikTok you played, for yeah, sure. absolutely. But I also yeah. think that candidates feel very under pressure to, like, be perfect in their resume and their email communication and the application. Um, so when they feel that level of perfection is projected on them and then we don't bring that same perfection, they're like, what is even happening? Like, why are you doing this? And I think a lot of candidates, especially, like, I think she mentioned she'd been looking for a while. All we hear every day is everyone's hiring. Everyone's hiring. Everyone's competing for talent. And so people who are not landing a job quickly are like, who is hiring? Because I'm not getting hired. So they're a little bit more frustrated. Yeah. We also hear no one wants to work. Yeah. So which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably another topic, though. One. That one makes Sorry. me so crazy. 
<laughs> well, you know what? The reality uh, is, no, I don't want to work. I don't. <laughs> I don't either. I am anti-work. I have to, but, I, I, I have I to, but from this group, I will be retiring probably much earlier than anybody else in this group. So <laughs> I've got a few years on everybody in, on this call, I do believe. So anywho. <laughs> what if we all just stop working? I mean, oh. it's out there. What if we all formed the HR Diva 2 consulting group on the go, and then we can just go somewhere? <laughs> go on vacation. <laughs> yeah, just go. I didn't say work. We just go. HR on the go. What are you, got? Well, what are you guys going to do? No, we're just going. We're going. That's what we're doing. We're it's going. Time. <laughs> Turn that into a way to make money, and I'm on board, Patrick. <laughs> well, maybe we just form a society we're, where we're money is no longer right. a thing like Star Trek. It's just... I like it. I'm still... A thing. Just, maybe go, go back to bartering. I don't know. I learned how to make pickles Barter. this weekend, so I can just oh. sell pickles. Yeah. Oh. So we'll do that. I'm panicking right now because of nothing to bring to the table. Like, I can't, I can't make anything. Well, welcome to welcome to Jaded HR. We just <laughs> get so sidetracked. And, and we're going to start talking about pickles or Harry Potter here in a minute. And that's that's it. That's the ball game. <laughs> yes, All right, so what's everyone's yes. favorite kind of pickle? <laughs> I do not like pickles. Only You're vinegar out. place vinegar belongs is in barbecue. <laughs> Thanks for bringing us all together, but you're out. <laughs> yeah. I do not like those. I don't eat much vegetables anyway, so, yeah. Uh, so, let's see here. What I'm going to... We're, we're about 25 minutes in now. Let me see. What other story do I want to cover in the next couple minutes here? Okay. Um, this is nothing to do with what we talked about before, but I thought it was interesting. Eric Meyer posted on LinkedIn on 714. I'll summarize this story since we're, we're running a little late on time or getting towards the end of the time. But an employee got fired for testifying against their former employer. So they work for a company. A, once upon a time, they're now at company B. They had to go back to court and testify against company A and company B fired. And Eric Meyer goes on, you know, there's several ways this violates Title VII for anti-retaliation and things like that. But why? Why would, I just haven't, I've been thinking, why in the world would anybody fire someone for testifying against their former employer? Thus, there's some sort of relationship between employer A and B that, Nobody's really aware of, but because then they might testify why? against their current employer one day. That's why. That means that that implies or tells me that they're doing some shady stuff that they don't <laughs> right, want to like, testify. Why, why against, you keep working for companies at, at you some, might have to testify against? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. If things get too shady, get the hell out quickly. Uh, well, I need some you more know. context there, but I definitely, if I think back to my staffing days and, you know, when you're the third party recruiter, a lot of times client sites think that they can give you an offline list of parameters to recruit within. And I did have one client who was like, right, right. Yeah. Don't send us anyone pretty to this side or only send us someone pretty to this side. And we don't like them if they wear yellow shirts, like really all like all the things. But I did have one who was like, we don't want anyone who's ever had any, you know, 
litigation with a former employer and I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I don't think we're the right company to hire for you. <laughs> so tell me you've been burned. Maybe this is your former client, burned. one of your former clients. Maybe it or... is my former client. Yes, exactly, Jasmine. <laughs> oh, people. That was so really, I, I don't know. That just blows my mind that somebody would do it, but it, it's, it's sort of part for course, you know, stupid shit just happening all the time everywhere. And I just, wow. My favorite my part mind. of the stupid Dang. shit is like watching the HR pros who will comment, who will be like, that totally makes sense to me that the employer would let them go. That totally. You mean the HR divas, right? <laughs> you beat me. Good job. <laughs> that was fast. Good job. <laughs> Those damn HR divas. Uh, oh, am I allowed to cuss on this podcast? On I can't remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <we're... laughs> so uh, who's going to make the new Facebook group? Except for the one HR time. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's, I'm oh, sure it's there. <laughs> uh, oh, I'll be, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't doubt it, but man. But I've been tagging everything. Uh, I've done a whole whopping two HR uh, Instagram posts lately, and I've tagged them with HR Diva. So <laughs> I don't I don't post this nearly as frequently as you all do. I wish I wish I could. But before we wrap up, y'all made some exciting announcements Sunday yesterday. I guess that was, yeah, that would be yesterday about what you have available. So why don't you all tell us what's going on in the baked HR world? Jasmine's looking down again, but I'm going to let Jasmine tell you. <laughs> um, so, like, I know I know one thing we announced. Was it more than one? Oh, yeah, it was two. Okay. All right. Had to get there. It's, this it's, is why I don't pay her, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is after 8 o'clock. This is my bedtime. I'm just kidding. Yeah, so we we had a little get our back day to our life together, and we decided to bring back season three of Back Day to our on YouTube. So we are looking for people who want to come on, have a little quick 30-minute chat with us on over the YouTube. We're only going to do a few episodes for season three, but that's one major thing. So if you would like to be on, then send us an email at bakedhr at gmail.com or go over to our Instagram and slide in those DO. <laughs> and then we made the second announcement that we also decided to release a um, bakedhr merch line. We started out with just four items just to see how it goes. You no, know, we'll give you all the horror stories later, but we opened up a shop and you can find the link in our link tree on Instagram as well to get you some merch. We got notebooks, a mug, stickers, which we love. So go check it out. I'm adding okay. an all H the HR Diva stuff. Okay. <laughs> I'm adding an HR Diva notebook right now. I hope so. <laughs> we gonna co-read it with data they turn. Hey. Take that, and we'll put your link tree in our show notes. So if anybody wants to go check it out, they will be able to do that as thank well. You, thank so, you. well, anybody else have anything fun and exciting to add for today? Oh, okay. Well, first, <laughs> Jasmine and Christina, thank you again for being with us. As always, this was a lot of fun. I hope you all have as, as much fun as I did. And thank you, Patrick, for pinch hitting at the last minute, kind of, today. So I uh, appreciate you jumping in. Got it. But once again, you can 
you can support the show in one of four ways. And we hit three of them today. Be a Patreon like Callie, leave a review like James did, tell a friend or contribute a story like Leslie did. So thank you very much. We want to thank the underscore orchestra for the use of our theme song, Devil with the Devil. And we also want to thank Andrew Culpa. Which you might hear or you might not hear, (laughs) depending on on how Warren's feeling. (laughs) I just just get sloppy and lazy. And when it says upload episode, I click one and it's not the right one. But yeah, you may or may not hear it. We'll see. I'll, I'll try. I'll put a little extra effort for today. And then by the time I listen to it, which is like, as I've got my podcast queue is like, I listen at like 1.7, 1.8, sometimes 2.0 on the podcast speed. And uh, my podcast list is still two weeks deep. And I need to have like a trip to Wilmington to see my mom or, you know, a couple hours away to get caught up. And then I listen to our podcast, you know, two weeks later. I'm like, whoa, well, so I'll listen to this sometime in the fall. So best practice for Uh, all you, if you, um, you co-host or host a podcast of your own, you should probably listen to the final episode, at least the first part and make sure you're releasing the the right episodes the proper one <laughs> so if you're, uh, uh, if you're making pickles don't be afraid to to use the lime it's a three-day process but the lime is really important for the crisp the crispness of the pickles it takes a while good to do. but also make sure you wash the lime out because it can actually neutralize the vinegar and then that could lead to botulism which is bad botulism I learned a lot is this not weekend. good that's your best practices <laughs> I don't think I want to test your pickles out that anymore. Oh, <laughs> well, they're really good. I didn't know that stuff about botulism, uh, and now I'm concerned. <laughs> well, these are safe. These were canned by professional, my grandma. Okay, I, I so. trust grandmas, so that, I'm back yes. on board. It's all about the process. <laughs> oh, well, thank you all very much, and as always... I'm Warren. I'm Patrick. I'm Jasmine. I'm Christina. And we're helping you survive HR one what the fuck moment at a time. I was really hoping y'all would do it at the same time, I guess. No. <laughs>